This is episode 19, The Quest for Success. This is The Path of Imperfection, a podcast for imperfect women and the imperfect men who love them. If you are ready to show how big your brave is and lean into this human experience, join the journey. Hello, hello. Ugh, my microphone smells like tires. I don't know what that's all about. (laughs) Sorry. Squirrel, guys, I have to just give you a huge shout out to all y'all who have been spreading the word about this podcast and newsletter. I have had a huge response these last couple weeks, and it's 100% because of you, my loyals, passing on the podcast, passing on the ebook, passing on the newsletter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep it up, friends. There are so many more folks that we're missing here. Thank you for spreading that word. Cruise over to Facebook and find my page, Becky Hennessy LCSW. Give it a like if you don't mind. I'm on Instagram too, Becky Hennessy LCSW. I think it's Becky.Hennessy.LCSW. I'm trying to post more often on both. It's a learning curve. So you just stick with me. I've had an awesome opportunity to do an Instagram live with the amazing Miss Molly at Daisy May and me. We talked about having hard conversations. She is super brave and super sweet to put up with my naivete when it comes to social media. (laughs) I recently found out I was on Instagram twice. I had two separate accounts that one was Becky Hennessy LCSW and one was Becky.Hennessy.LCSW. And I was only posting to one. Anyway, I finally figured it out, thanks to the Google, how to delete one and keep the other. Anyway, y'all don't judge. Just love. (laughs) Thank you for putting up with me. I've recently started to venture into the coaching scene and the consulting scene, and I am just loving it. I have been doing therapy now for, what, 11, 12 years. And in about the last, I don't know, six months-ish, I have started to really embrace coaching and consulting a little bit before that. It's been about a year that I've been consulting. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'll talk more about that in a future podcast, but I have noticed some common denominators in when I'm coaching folks and when I'm consulting with folks. I've noticed that a lot of folks who are coming in to be coached, who are coming in to be mentored, who are coming in to consult, mention the word success. So I've gone on my own little quest, if you will, to identify what that is exactly, particularly for me. Like, what do I think success is? And and how success can be obtained. I mean, if I'm coaching folks on it, I might as well know who I'm dancing with, right? So here's what I'm noticing. The folks who seem to be chasing success have some similarities. And the folks who seem to be obtaining success have some similarities. So I'm going to be sharing just those things that I've noticed so that you don't have to sit on the Google for hours and hours and hours and hours researching it. Hopefully you can listen to this podcast and I can kind of give you some direction in some of that regard. Definitely search it out for yourself. I think it's an awesome thing to look for. The people who are chasing success seem to be number driven. How many clients can I have? How many products have I sold? How many followers do I have? How much money am I making? They seem to measure success by the stuff that they have, the degrees that they have, the letters behind their names, or the amount of power they believe that they have. Success 
chasers seem to be more flashy, more in your face. And again, it's number driven. Like, hey, do you want to get this many clients? Or do you want to make this much money? Or do you want to da 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 da? They seem to be dealing with what I call the little mermaid syndrome of I want more. With success chasers, there seems to be this scarcity mentality, this mentality of just there's just never enough and there's never going to be enough. Or what if there's a day where there's never enough? Success masters, those who seem to have success as a state of mind, seem to be more driven by meaning and relationships and well-being. They're more about contributing and common humanity and feeding their passions. These folks find where they feel energized and they work hard in those arenas, not because they have to, but because they can't imagine doing anything else. These are those who inspire simply because of their outlook on life and how they practice what they preach. Here's the coolest thing I'm finding about success, and it's that success is super individualized. It's very internal. Truly successful people seem to not base their success on external factors. It's more about how they think and feel versus what they do or accomplish. Coach John R. Wooden, he's a legendary coach of UCLA, defined success this way by saying, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you made the effort to do your best to become the best that you are capable of being. I love that. It doesn't say anything about money or products or clients or followers or likes. It's all about a peace of mind. And that peace of mind is a direct result of knowing that you made the effort to do your best to become the best that you are capable of being. I love that. So it's about who we are and who we are meant to be. It's about passion and it's about purpose. You're there, right? You're like, yes, I want to be a success master, not chaser. Or maybe even, yes, I want to keep mastering and not ever chase. How? How? I've taken, tried to take why out of my vocabulary. Why has always been my jam. I hear something and I'm asking why, 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 why. I'm trying to like graduate out of that two-year-old vocabulary. (laughs) And now I'm moving to like five-year-old vocabulary. And I'm trying to use the word how more often. So how do we do this? How do we get on the path of mastering success or having success as a state of mind versus being a success chaser? Here's my journey. Here's what I'm finding is working for me. Now, I'm not a success master by any means, by any means. <laughs> I've also not really been a success chaser because I'm like, meh. <laughs> but what I'm finding is as success can be a state of mind, it feels pretty awesome. And I'm feeling that sometimes. And so here's what I'm finding as far as my how goes. You take what you need and you leave what you don't. First, we get to start on that path by finding purpose, finding our passion. And we have got to search for that like an absolute hawk. Mel Robbins suggests that you look at what gives you energy. When do you feel like you're on fire, like your brain is on fire, your heart is on fire? When are you just in the zone and using your superpowers? 
in the way that your creator intended. Once you find that passion, whatever it is, and it could be anything, it doesn't have to be big and elaborate and public and amazingly large. It can be something smaller. Hey, if it gives you energy, go for it. Once you have found that passion, that energy-inducing thing or process, man, you wrap yourself around that like a One Direction groupie. And then we get to pay close attention to how we're feeling and thinking. Are we feeling fear, uncertainty, inadequacy, insecurity in whatever arena you're wanting to have success in? That arena can be in your home life. That arena can be in your career or within your family or within your community. How does that feeling of fear or uncertainty or inadequacy or insecurity or whatever, how does that show up in your body? What's going on in there? What are those feelings trying to tell you? Are you scared because you might fail? Are you scared because you might be something kind of amazing? Because all that can spark fear. Once you've figured out how that feels in your body, once we figure that out, then we get to lean. You lean like we've never leaned before. We lean into that discomfort. Get real with it. Wrestle it to the ground. Get help if you need. Some discomfort takes guidance through. We get to figure out what that feeling is about. And then we get to move towards paying attention to our thoughts. So first we pay attention to what's going on in our body, what feelings are going on. Because feelings are a body experience, y'all. Feelings aren't just in your head. We like to get feelings back to our heads because we don't want to feel them. We want to think them. But that doesn't really do us much good initially. Initially, we got to feel them. Got to acknowledge them. But then move towards your head and pay really close attention to your thoughts. Are you living in a scarcity mind frame? Either from a place of, oh, there's never enough, or there may never be enough, or I'm not enough, or they're not enough. It's what Brene Brown calls the never enough problem. That's what scarcity is, is the never enough problem. It's just being hyper aware of lack or the potential of it. Because if you're in a state of mind of lack or the potential of it, that's a success chaser. You're going to be chasing success. It's not a state of mind of being in success. That's a success chaser. What story are you playing out in your mind, in your thoughts? What's that about? We have got to pay attention when fear creeps into us, when discomfort creeps into us. Sometimes that discomfort has nothing to do with fear. Sometimes that discomfort is an awareness that we've got to step it up. That's my least favorite discomfort (laughs) is the kind when I'm like, oh, crap, now I have to do something about this. Oh, now I'm going to have to talk about this. Man, now I'm going to have to like put this out into the world. That discomfort's hard for me. And it's not fear. It's just a wait, a wait. We've got to ask ourselves where that feeling, whatever the feeling is, whether it's fear, insecurity, discomfort, whatever, where's that coming from and what's that about? Without blame, without excuse, what is that really about? Is it because of what other people are going to think? Is it because we worry how other people are going to feel? Is it because we worry it's going to affect somebody in a negative way? Those are stories that we're telling ourselves. That's not truth. That's programming. What is feeding the ideas that there isn't enough? They aren't enough. You aren't enough. Where's that coming from? What programming taught you that? Because again, that's not truth. Truth is there is enough. There's enough. Not there is just enough. Truth is there's enough. There's enough for everybody. You are enough. They are enough. Truth is that you have worth no matter what. 
Scarcity is not truth. Scarcity is programming. Scarcity is a story that we tell ourselves. Are you seeing others on social media at that function day to day and assuming that they are feeling all of these awesome feelings that you aren't or that they're having way more success than you are? Are you assuming that they feel confident, never have the issues you do, don't struggle, that they are all and that they have it all? Are we listening to the voices, their voices, their dreams, their thoughts about who we are more than listening to our inner voices, to the spirit, to your natural knowing, whatever you want to call it? Are their voices louder than yours or louder than his or louder than it? We start to enter a state of success when we have clarity on our own feelings and our own thoughts about our own passions, our game plan, our purpose. When we own it, we own it like a boss. We rumble with our own stuff, our own feelings, our own thoughts, and we let go of others' feelings and thoughts about us or about our passions. Brene says, and she rocks at this, I'm going to botch it if I just try to like paraphrase, so I'm just going to read it. When we can let go of what other people think and own our own story, we gain access to our worthiness, the feeling that we are enough just as we are and that we are worthy of love and belonging. When we spend a lifetime trying to distance ourselves from the parts of our lives that don't fit with who we think we're supposed to be, we stand outside of our story and we hustle for our worthiness by constantly performing, perfecting, pleasing, and proving. Our sense of worthiness, that critical, important piece that gives us access to love and belonging, lives inside of our story. I mean, is your mind blown right now? That is absolutely amazing. You find it, whatever it is, whatever that passion is, whatever drives that energy, you find it and you own it and you rumble when you need to. And then you become crazy intentional. We get to become crazy intentional. We think, we do, we speak with intent. We stay true to our purpose, to our passion, no matter what anybody else says about it. The time we spend, the activities we do, the projects we work on, the people we surround ourselves with, the feedback you take in, the feedback you give, you become intentional in every single bit of that. Do we want to feel success? To be in a state of success? I'm not asking do we want to be successful? Mm -mm. Because success is a state of mind. Success is a feeling. Do we want to feel it? Do we want to be in that state of mind? Now, if you listen to podcasts before, you know how I feel about feelings. You know my thoughts about feelings. We don't get to pick how we feel, but we absolutely can choose what we do prior to a feeling. And if we do some of these things, the potential for us to feel success is going to be higher. You want it? You want to feel it? You want to be in that state? Okay, let's commit. Commit to search, to lean, to rumble, to own, to focus. Whatever arena you're in, whether it's school, your relationships, your family, your career, your home, as we search, hardcore search, we will find. As we lean, we will absolutely step into courage. As we rumble, we will gain strength. As we own, We will know and we will stand as we focus. Man, as we are able to focus, magic happens in ways that our minds cannot even comprehend. I'm excited. I'm excited to enjoy the journey this week. You enjoy it too. Enjoy the search and the rumble and the find. Stand firm in the battle. 
even if it's with yourself, especially if it's with yourself. Stand firm. Brave it. It'll be absolutely worth it. Big news. I have written a book, an ebook. This is uncharted territory for me, but I'm leaning into what Father has told me to do, so here we go. <laughs> this book is called Ministering Through Connection. You can get a free copy, chapter by chapter, by going to my website and by clicking on the little pop-up that happens at the bottom middle of the page. Stick with it. I'm still ironing the kinks out of that, but when it pops up and you go to enter your name, if it shifts down a little bit, stay with that pop-up. Put your information in there so that you can get chapter by chapter, ministering through connection. 